I'm Satya Nelms and this is Our Mother's Gardens. On this show, we discuss the seeds our mother sowed in us, the ways we have grown, and how we learn to blossom. In this space, Black women that have learned to define success on their own terms share stories of their beginnings, healing, and thriving. Welcome and thank you for being a part of this community of mamas, grandmamas, aunties, sisters, cousins, daughters, and friends. Hello everyone. So I wanted to do something a little different for the end of season three. At the end of each season, I generally record an episode where I reflect on the previous season and talk about some of the themes and, you know, of course, express gratitude for all of you who keep showing up and creating community and listening to the podcast. And I still want to, you know, offer that gratitude, but I thought instead of um, a reflection on the season for this, uh, for this last episode of season three, I would talk a little bit about some things that I've been thinking about in terms of, of mothering and motherhood and, and self-mothering. Um, when I did the last episode with my best friend, uh, Patrice King, I said to her that I am always in awe and have deep admiration and respect for all of the the women who come on the podcast because it's just so brave. Um, I think it's a courageous thing to share a piece of yourself with people you may never meet to put your story out into the world. Um, And I also appreciate the trust that they place in me to put that story out there um, and hold space for it. So I thought that I uh, <laughs> that I would tap into some of that bravery and share share a little um, a little of myself for this episode. So I have four children. They are fifteen, thirteen, eight, and three, and they all need very different things from me. Um, I have two teenagers, as I, as I just shared, and also a toddler, and I am sometimes startled by the similarity in, in needs of my toddler and my teenagers, but even with that similarity, each of my children is, you know, a unique being and requires something different. Um, the way that I show up for them, the way that I speak to them, the way that I communicate with them, you know, it all has to, I do my best to have it cater to what, what they um, specifically need and who they are. And that is challenging. That is challenging sometimes. Um, I have a a wonderful aunt slash mom, um, my auntie mom, who has said to me on a number of occasions, you know, why don't you write more about, you know, parenting or why don't you share, um, why don't you write a book about parenting? And, you know, I always uh, give the same answer, which is that 
I don't know what I what advice I could offer that would have universal applicability. Is that a word? Well, it's a word now. Um, <laughs> that would have universal applicability because the way that I parent each of my children is different because they're different people. And so I don't know how to tell someone else or to suggest to someone else that they parent a child I've never met because you know, they're, they're entire universes, our children. But something that I have been reflecting on and noticing um, in my parenting of my children lately is the things that I say to them repeatedly um, and the things that I say to them, well, the things that I say to them repeatedly that I hope will become a part of their um, inner monologue um, that I hope becomes the little voice in the back of their head. Um, and then the things that I say to them that I needed to hear when I was a kid. And, you know, the things that I still have to tell myself now. Um, my eight-year-old, I recently told that it was, you know, well, I tell him all the time, it's okay for him to feel his feelings, but he was having a challenging day and he was feeling frustrated and he didn't, um, he didn't want to feel what he was feeling. And I told him that he had to hold space for that feeling and he had to allow himself to feel it. And then once he gave it the space, he would have the freedom, he would free up space to feel something else. And feel your feelings is something that I say to my kids a lot. And it's something that I have to say to myself because I find that when I'm feeling sad, especially, I try to talk myself out of feeling that way. I try to tell myself that I don't have time to feel sad. Um, I lost two grandmothers in roughly the last year and I even put limitations on my own grieving because I told myself, well, that's enough of that. You know, you've you've done enough grieving. You don't get to be sad anymore. And, you know, was policing the way that I was feeling about that. And so, you know, feel your feelings is something that I hope my kids hear in the back of their head it, it, when they, you know, get older as they, you know, become more and more independent of me. <laughs> um, I hope that they hear that in the back of their heads, that they hear, feel your feelings. And I hope for myself that that becomes more and more natural to me, that allowing myself to feel my feelings. And something else that when I said it to my daughter, it, it it stopped me in my tracks because as I was saying it to her, I realized how much I needed to hear it and how much I needed to believe it and how saying it to her was a way of also saying it to me and mothering my children is also mothering myself. So I told, um, I told my daughter that she was easy to love. 
I said it over and over again um, because teenage years are hard and they can be challenging and you know I think that I try as best I can to let my teenagers know that the situations are challenging the circumstances are challenging but they are not challenging um it reminds me of when um they were little and i was very intentional about the language that i used with them um around their behavior and i wouldn't tell them that they were being bad i would tell them that they'd made a poor choice I would tell them that I would like them to make better choices. And so in the same way, you know, I now that they are teenagers, I tell them, yes, adolescence can be challenging. Learning to navigate this um, new dynamic in our relationship can be challenging. It can be difficult, but you are not difficult. You are easy to love. And even now saying it, um, I get, you know, get a little emotional because, you know, so many of us, I think, need to hear that. You are easy to love. So as I was thinking about these things that I say to my children that I needed said to me when I was a kid and that I continue to need to say to myself and remind myself of, I reached out to some of... um our Mother's Gardeners listeners and got some feedback about things their mothers said that have stuck with them and things they wish their mothers had said to them. So some of the things that they said they that their mothers did say and that stuck with them were, do you have a plan? You gotta do the best for you. All things work for the good of those who love the Lord and you're fine. Things they wish that their mothers had said. Everything you desire from others can be provided from within you. I love you. You can tell me anything. You already have the power and strength you need within you. Just call on it. I believe in you. I am here for you. What do you need from me? I'm sorry for hurting you. I'm sorry. As you're listening to this, I would encourage you to think about what are the things that run through your inner monologue and and where did they come from and what of it is good for you what of those things those lines that run through your mind are helpful and healing and what do you maybe maybe need to put down what do you need to let go of and then also what did you need to hear And can you tell yourself that now? And the truth of it is you can. Whatever you needed to hear when you were growing up, 
you can tell yourself that now. You can tell the five-year-old, 10-year-old, 12-year-old, 25-year-old, 35-year-old version of yourself what you need to hear. You can mother yourself. Thank you all for continuing to be on this journey with me, for showing up in the garden with me week after week, season after season. I will be back with season four in the fall. That feels amazing to say, season four. And I look forward to sharing more stories and continuing to build this community. I would love to hear from you. Um, If you have any feedback or you felt a particular way about um, any of the episodes, I would love to hear it. You can send me a message on Instagram. You can find me at Our Mother's Gardens PC or at Satya Nelms and send me a message. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Our Mother's Gardens. If you want to support the show, you can make a sustaining donation on Patreon by visiting our page, Our Mother's Gardens. Please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a review. You can also find us on Instagram at Our Mother's Gardens PC. Our Mother's Gardens is a honey bunch of stinkweed production. The podcast features music produced by Bata.